Welcome back to the Darting Through the Faith podcast. And that was a hard turn from Father Sean, but here we are. We're uh, we're podcasting. We're podcasting I just, today. You know, we were talking about stuff and I had enough. Um, <laughs> Don't cling to me. We're done. Yeah, we're that's right. On. That's right. Don't make me turn this car around. Yeah. Make me turn this car around. I was ready for it. I, that's yeah, I what's scary. Right. You're not surprised. Like, yeah, let's do it. Why, why, why are we waiting for this? Just jump. We got so much to talk about. We do have so much to talk about. Right. Speaking of that, speaking of what we have to talk about. Right. Because we we recorded two episodes. Mm. So I knew this would still be fresh in your mind when I said it on the last one about, wait, save that for the next one. Yes. What happened on the Monday night when you were with your classmates, your fellow priests before Bishop Earl Fernandez's mass? Sure. So, Give so, us the deets. Yeah, so they have a uh, they had vespers evening prayer, uh-huh. which is really fitting because the liturgy of the hours was yeah. mentioned in the part that we're going to talk about on prayer. Yeah, um, as uh, the vocal prayer of the church, and so they had evening prayer uh, presided over by Bishop Brennan, mm-hmm. who is the former Bishop of Columbus now mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. It was preached by Bishop Daniel Thomas, the Bishop of our neighbors to the north in Toledo, mm. um, and so it was beautiful. Uh, one of the things that happens, though, is uh, Bishop Earl Fernandez has to make an oath of fidelity, which we make every time before you're ordained. So before our deacon ordination, we make an oath of fidelity to the magisterium of the church, to the teaching office, and to everything in the catechism. So he had to, he had to do that again mm-hmm. and reads the creed, and um, it's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's committed his life to this. Mm-hmm. And then also his insignia are blessed. So mm-hmm. his ring, his miter, his crozier that are going to be used the next day mm-hmm. are, uh, are blessed mm-hmm. that evening. And so it's beautiful. Uh, the choir... The Cathedral Choir in the Diocese of Columbus is spectacular. Mm. I mean, the Vespers was magnificent. Mm. It was beautiful. Um, Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, one little funny, kind of funny thing. Mm. It's not really that funny. Um, It's kind of beautiful. So, uh, Bishop Earl Fernandez is in choir dress, right? Mm. So, that's like cassock surplus the bishops wear like a purple kind of you know maybe you've seen it mm-hmm. it's uh, like a shoulder cape sort of thing mm-hmm. and uh, their skull cap their zucchetto he mm-hmm. also wore a fuchsia like that kind of purplish color beretta what yeah so so um a fuchsia beretta yeah so that's what the the bishops wear what? right in choir dress so nice. anyways bishop daniel thomas is preaching yeah. and every time at the name of jesus you take off your beretta to the heart Mm. back on and so i don't know how many times bishop thomas said the name of jesus it was a good homily so it was a lot uh-huh. and every time bishop earl fernandez uh, taken off the the beretta at the name of jesus so so that was great um kind of like you know like i could see like both of them were just kind of like right off my sight so uh, i could i could see it out of the corner of my eye every time uh, so that was, was that televised nice. or anything vespers it was live streamed mm. yeah i sat right next to one of the cameras mm. So were you on the camera? No, 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 no. no, no. It no. was just like at the end of the pew I was sitting okay. in. I had to climb around the camera to get into my pew. That's, okay, gotcha. That's, that's the connection there. Yeah. So do can we still go? Can we go back and like rewatch these now? They're all on YouTube. Uh, Columbus Catholic. That's their mm. YouTube channel. Mm. I actually just checked last night. They're all they're all on there. Okay. Yeah, and you can skip to you know homilies if you want. Or, yeah. Or the actual rite of ordination. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other highlights that evening. There was a reception downstairs and just mm-hmm. running into people, ran into Father Michael Willig there, our future nice. uh, parochial vicar here, mm-hmm. and chatted with him for a while. Actually, Father Willig, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I talked your ear off. So, <laughs> yeah. Father Willig, I, if you're I get listening, excited. I'm just sorry. <laughs> I, I got excited, yeah. So, That's awesome. I get that way. <laughs> like a puppy. 
kid in a candy store. That's true. And then I wet the floor, you know, (laughs) like a puppy. Got real excited. Uh, I wasn't going to say that. Well. I have one other question about Monday evening festivities. Who won Trivial Pursuit? Oh, I believe that's a debated question. Oh. Yes. So, you know, the game of Trivial Pursuit, Mm -hmm. there's six categories, Mm -hmm. and you have to get pie pieces for all six categories, Mm -hmm. and then you have to answer a final question. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm a little fuzzy, but I do know that it was getting late, Mm -hmm. and we had all six pie pieces, and the other team had four. Mm -hmm. So we kind of like... They didn't earn the roles to get the pie pieces and then answer the right questions. I, I, in my abundant mercy, <laughs> fudged the roles so that they could just get where they needed to do to get the questions. Mm-hmm. So I think we won still, but they might have won. So we being myself, <laughs> uh-huh. Father Alex McCullough and Father Matthew Feist mm. were victorious, I believe, but mm-hmm. maybe we lost on technicalities and us being merciful. Um, mm. not everybody on my team was excited about us being merciful, which, mm-hmm. you know, some of us are competitive and board mm-hmm. games are fun, right? And listen, um, we're not in the confessional, man. Is right. that like? <laughs> right. Sean, and, yeah. we're not in the confessional. Right. Show no mercy. This is Trivial Pursuit. Right. right. Okay, right. so who was and, on the other team? Uh, Father Tim Fahey, Father uh-huh. Chris Geiger, Father Zach Cecil. Oh. So. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was... Uh, I'm not a great trivia, mm-hmm. trivial pursuit player. Mm-hmm. So, um, somebody, I, I got, I had my questions, right? I, mm-hmm. We all have our, mm-hmm. we got our lanes we can stay in, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. there are people who are better at that. <laughs> so especially trivial yeah. pursuit, like you get the original trivial yeah. pursuit. It was yeah. made in the year 1981. Right. So it's, it, questions are a bit, um, you historical know, historical for you. Historical. <laughs> yeah. They're even historical for me at that so, age. Sure. You know, my dad played so much Trivial Pursuit at one point in his life that yeah. he knew the answers to the questions. Like all of them. Yeah, from Whoa. repetition and his solid memory. So Whoa. shout out, Papa. He liked it then. Yeah. It was a big thing. And he know he knows that stuff, yeah. right? Like he he's a he's he's good at because uh, he knows music, he knows mm-hmm. arts, he knows mm-hmm. geography, history, like my husband's really good at that trivia stuff. Like sure. I'm terrible. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. Yeah. As far as trivia goes, you married up. You betcha. Yeah. There's other things too that I consider I married up, but trivia for sure. Sure. No doubt. Yeah, we don't have to like go into all this comparison yeah. stuff let's about not. who married up, who slummed it. <laughs> Let's not. Let's not go there. <laughs> Let's not. I'm glad to hear that you think you won or you didn't. Uh, I don't we know. had so much fun, though. I think mm-hmm. we would all say we won. You all won because of the we fun did have, that you had. We you did were have all a victorious. lot of fun. Yeah, good. a lot of laughs. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. It's good. It's a good week. Well, thanks our for good filling us in. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, life just continued back here. Sure. You know, just. I was only gone for like not even 24 hours. I know. But, but life just still continued. Okay. You know, actually, I might have another story about it in my, for a homily this weekend. Really? So, yeah. So stay yeah. tuned. Stay tuned. Okay. And you again, actually, that would be the previous weekend. So it's Pentecost homily. Okay. Well, and if you want to listen to Father Sean's homilies, you can find them on PetersburgParishes.org. Go to the media tab, and then find homilies. Mm-hmm. There you go. Two shout-outs to that in a row. Wow. Wow. All okay. right. Let's pray. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we give you thanks uh, for the opportunity to pray. We thank you for the gift of prayer and how you encourage us to speak to you as children speak to a loving father. And we, we pray for all of those and we intercede for all of those who don't pray, all those who don't know how to pray or need some guidance in prayer. And we, we pray for the gift of humility 
and the ability to simply say, Lord, teach us how to pray and that you may send forth your Holy Spirit because we do not know how to pray as we ought. Mm. And we um, entrust this time into Mary's hands and ask for the intercession of Pope St. John Paul II, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Ah, it's good. So this is a lot of paragraphs. Lots of paragraphs. We are on 2697 to 2719. 2697 to 2719. Yep. There's a lot in here. There is. We're not going to be able to like read paragraph by paragraph. It's right. too much. But the good news is the catechism is mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll get the highlights, mm-hmm. get the gist, mm-hmm. and you know, probably good to do some more digging. Yeah. Seriously, what? just type CCC in your web browser, 2697-2719. Boom. Click right. the link. Right. There it is, right in front of you. Whatever web browser you prefer to use, right? Yeah. You didn't even have to use a certain one. No. I Yeah, whatever. Did I say a certain one? No. No, okay, no, good, because I didn't want to plug anyone unnecessarily. Right, right. <laughs> no one's paying me to plug their web browser. No, but if you would like to support... <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to sponsor... Right, that's a joke. Okay, but I do think we can at least talk about these three introductory paragraphs. Sure. That gives a good foundation, and then the section goes into talking about the three different expressions of prayer, vocal prayer, meditative prayer, contemplative prayer. But beginning in 2697, prayer is the life of the new heart. What? I know. I thought that was beautiful. Are you kidding me? I know. The life of the new heart. Are you kidding me? One who's been loved and redeemed mm-hmm. prays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it might, it ought to animate us at every moment. <sighs> so our whole life be animated by the gift of prayer. However, There are special times of Christian prayer, but we cannot pray at all times if we do not pray at specific times, consciously Mm -hmm. willing it. These are the special times of Christian prayer, both in intensity and duration. So I just realized I just jumped in on that paragraph. I love it. I'm sorry. I I hope you keep doing that. Um, Because this this is really well done. The catechism is well done, period. Yeah. Okay. This section really does a great job of simplifying what this is. I've been studying the life of prayer for six, seven years now and living the life of prayer very humbly before that. Okay. Yeah. I get all that. Um, but this really summarizes it all beautifully so much so that I'm, I'm not sure that I've ever teared up reading the catechism in any previous episodes, but when I was reading this, I'm like, I got to stop with that. So the interrupt me anytime. Sure. (laughs) Cause even that prayer is the life of the new heart. Right. What does that mean? That's awesome and beautiful. The section on prayer is really, I mean, like the whole thing is really well done. Mm-hmm. And uh, a shout out is due to Father Jean Corbon, who I think is dead. Mm. Um, but evidently, the committee that was composing the catechism asked this priest, hey, why don't you compose the first draft of the whole section on prayer mm-hmm. for the catechism? Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. What, you know, they gave him some basic guidelines. Mm-hmm. And uh, he resubmitted his, dra- his draft and like, well, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Shows you the power of like, you know, sometimes when committees do stuff, you just get, it's not as good as one saint doing it. <laughs> so, right. shout out to him. And uh, yeah. Right. And then not surprisingly too, in this section, we, we see quoted not only scripture like we always do, fathers of the church like we always do, but we of course see- Doctors of the church. The doctors of the church. We see the mystical doctors of the church, Teresa of Jesus and John of the Cross are both quoted in the catechism. Obviously, as a Carmelite, I have a special love for Teresa of Jesus and John of the Cross. So anyway, we're just going to hit you with highlights. Otherwise, this will be a never-ending. But you did say something in that paragraph. We can't pray at all times. So that's St. Paul's words, right? Pray without ceasing. We can't do that if we don't pray at specific times, Mm -hmm. consciously willing it. 
So we have to have times in our life where we are consciously willing to sit down in times of prayer to be with the Lord. That's all we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, I, I pray while I'm doing laundry. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But we do have to have times in our life that are set aside specifically for prayer. Exactly. So, okay. So then continuing the tradition of the church proposes to the faithful certain rhythms of praying intended to nourish continual prayer. So if the goal is that we're living lives, we're praying without ceasing, that's continual prayer. How are we nourishing that? How is Because we're not going to go from not praying at all to now we pray without ceasing and mm-hmm. we're saints, living this mystical life in union with God. Right. It's not how this works. Somebody tells you that's how this works. Right. Just flip the switch. Great. Turn, yeah. Change the channel. Right. Right. You got that. So, but these certain rhythms are, are, huh? <laughs> what? I, Just flip the switch and you'll be praying constantly. That's what oh, I was. Oh, I thought you meant like turn them perfect. off. Like, Perf- it yeah. worked perfectly. I just got a good chuckle out That's of it. That's good. You know? Hey, I like that. Yeah, right. it works. Um, so daily, such as morning and evening prayer. Okay. Grace before and after meals. Liturgy of the hours, like we talked about earlier. Sundays are centered on the Eucharist. They're kept holy. How do we keep Sundays holy? Pray. Primarily by prayer. How are we living the rest of the days? The cycle of the liturgical year. So we talked about last Sunday being the ascension. I guess by the time you're hearing this, that'll be two Sundays ago. Then we have Pentecost. Like where are we at in the season in the liturgical right. calendar? We even think like May is a month dedicated to Mary. So praying the rosary. We're in June now. That's dedicated yeah. to the Sacred Heart. Like right. getting your devotions of the Sacred Heart going. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So these great feasts, they're the basic rhythms of the Christian's life mm-hmm. of prayer. They're not the purpose of prayer itself, but they help to nourish right. this continual prayer. It's the wisdom. The wisdom of 2,000 years of a church of prayer said, hey, hey, we've learned something about how to pray well. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to create it all, all your own. Like mm-hmm. the saints, the, mm-hmm. yeah, the great, mm-hmm. uh, the church herself has, mm-hmm. has learned a thing or two about prayer. Yeah. You don't have to create it on your own, which is, that's cool. <sighs> Praise God. Um, so then this, this little introductory then to six, nine, nine, the Lord leads all persons by paths and in ways pleasing to him. And each believer responds according to his heart's resolve and the personal expressions of his prayer. However, Christian tradition has retained three major expressions of prayer, vocal, meditative, and contemplative. They have one basic trait in common, composure of heart. This vigilance in keeping the word and dwelling in the presence of God makes these three expressions intense times in the life of prayer. Mm. Okay. So every, for every soul, every soul is unique. And so every soul prays in a unique mm-hmm. way, receives the Lord in, in a unique way. However, there is something that's common and something that tradition gives us with the expressions of prayer being vocal, meditative, and contemplative. Right. which is what the next the next chapters outline. So these are all broken down, what, five five to seven paragraphs each on mm-hmm. meditate, vocal prayer, meditation, contemplative mm-hmm. prayer. So because there's so, there's so much here and yeah. we can't take time to go through. Sure. Um, we kind of talked about maybe just going back to the in-brief paragraphs, to summarize these and then jumping back to the different sections mm-hmm. to kind of fill in blanks. So 2720 the, in the in-brief says, the church invites the faithful to regular prayer, Daily prayers, the liturgy of the hours, Sunday, Eucharist, the feast of the liturgical year. So that's what we just touched on in the introduction. The Christian tradition comprises three major expressions of the life of prayer, vocal, meditation, and contemplative. They have in common the recollection of the heart. So the purpose of all of this is to recollect your heart 
mm-hmm. on God, whether you're using words like you would in vocal prayer, whether you're using your imagination or your emotions like you would in meditative prayer, whether it's a silence or an attitude of the soul to gaze at the beloved like you would in contemplative prayer. It all, they all have in common what's, what's going on mm-hmm. in your heart. To direct our heart to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Vocal prayer founded on the union of body and soul in human nature, associates the body with the interior prayer of the heart, following Christ's example of praying to his Father and teaching the Our Father to his disciples. Okay, so what do you got on vocal prayer? Well, that's pretty much it. (laughs) Um, So vocal prayer, right? The word vocal, right? Mm -hmm. So oftentimes with the voice. So it unites our human nature to a body and soul because physically helps us to pray well. You know, Mm -hmm. like we sometimes we just like, I just want to shut off, you know, my my humanity, right? My physicality. Whereas Mm -hmm. vocal prayer says actually there's actually a helpful thing to prayer to to praying out loud, right? To Mm -hmm. because even it's not just your mind working, it's actually your ears hearing your own voice and right Mm -hmm. and the focus that comes from having to pray Mm -hmm. out loud. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the vocal prayer is one that's all mental. Mm -hmm. Um but it's basically using words to pray. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's our own words. Sometimes that's the words of another. Mm -hmm. The disciples ask Jesus how to pray. Mm -hmm. He gives them a vocal prayer, right? He gives them the Our Father. Mm -hmm. He gives and and yeah. Yeah, and that mentions that in 2701, that vocal prayer is an essential element of the Christian life to his disciples, and I loved this, to his disciples drawn by their master's silent prayer, Jesus teaches a vocal prayer, the Our Father. Mm-hmm. So the disciples are seeing Jesus leave early in the morning to go pray, to spend mm-hmm. time with the Father. So Jesus is entering into this, this union with God in prayer, God the Father. And the disciples are seeing this and say, Lord, teach us to pray. Right. And so they see him, they draw him out of that internal prayer and he gives them vocal prayer, right? right. Our father who art in heaven, which are words we're praying vocally. Mm-hmm. Always our heart should be recollected on what right. we're praying. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right. Okay. So and that makes sense. It's part of, you know, praying the mass, right? So mm-hmm. our, our own prayer, our vocal prayer of the mass, mm-hmm. may the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands. You know, holy, holy, holy is the Lord, mm-hmm. Lord God of hosts, right? We're, we're praying the mass. Mm-hmm. That's what our words are. It's not just, oh, this is my part I say. It's actually, mm-hmm. this is our prayer. This mm-hmm. is our communal prayer, a vocal prayer, one that mm-hmm. we're saying out loud. Mm-hmm. So it involves the senses a lot. The catechism mentions mm-hmm. that the need to involve the senses, whether that's hearing, you know, you think about praying the rosary. And mm-hmm. I mean, the, go on about how the rosary like just kind of weaves all of this together in Mm -hmm. such a beautiful way Mm -hmm. um yeah so we need that because we're human beings so we need this god needs this from us he wants this external expression that associates the body with the interior prayer for it does render Mm -hmm. him this perfect homage right so that i'm quoting 2703 there and then 2704 vocal prayer becomes an initial form of contemplative prayer we need to begin with this vocal prayer it becomes our foundational prayer it never stops we don't advance in the life of prayer and we never go back to vocal prayer it's always there yeah (laughs) and past words never will i speak again right um but it does grow from there but we do have to have the vocabulary to know what to say how to say which is Mm -hmm. why we read scripture why we read the writings of the saints why we read um you know the catechism is to develop this vocabulary of of that it's also vocal prayer is the form of prayer most readily accessible to groups right so Mm -hmm. you know let's gather together and pray whether it's the liturgy the hours Mm -hmm. whether it's the mass Mm -hmm. or we just need to offer up some intentions Mm -hmm. together shout out 
Archbishop Blair of Hartford. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just kind of passed each other and he was commenting on something and mm-hmm. I, I recognized him from a photo hanging in the cathedral of Hartford because mm-hmm. I uh, can celebrate mass there or was visiting my brother or whatever and I you know just said hello and said hey thanks for the hospitality of your diocese mm-hmm. and, uh, and he was very you know he just kind of mm-hmm. just entered into a conversation and mm-hmm. he was telling me about some of the things and he was struggling with they're struggling with vocations he mentioned mm-hmm. in the diocese so we just stopped and prayed for vocations mm-hmm. in his diocese and uh yeah, so so that's prayer in groups, right? right? To pray with each other, whether it's our needs, whether it's thanking God, and uh, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, right. right. That's how we communicate with one another, right? And that's okay. how we gather our mm-hmm. prayer to the Lord. Okay, so that's vocal prayer, right? Words, Be- words, Voca- using your vocabulary mm-hmm. to pray, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people might just. Like that might be the extent of prayer, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's I, I love this prayer, I do that prayer. Which prayers are great? Mm-hmm. Um, I heard somebody one time say prayers often ought to lead to prayer, mm-hmm. right? So they they're they're not the ending of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think maybe we know that, maybe we don't. I don't mm-hmm. know. But but the 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 goal is always to move. Not saying you're going to leave that behind, like you mm-hmm. mentioned, but. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if that's the extent of our prayer, it might be time to stretch a little bit. Exactly. There's a difference between saying prayers and praying. Mm-hmm. And it's about coming to understand what that difference is sure. and recognizing, hey, I don't know what that difference is, so taking that to prayer. <laughs> Lord, right. enlighten me. What, is, what does that actually mean? Sure. But, yeah. And, again, going back to what's in common between all these expressions, the recollection of the heart. Right. Where's your heart in all of this? By just rattling off words. We all get distracted in prayer. Oh, yeah. We all get it, that's the next section after this is the battle, the of, battle prayer. of prayer. One of my favorite sections. Yeah, in and the it catechism. is a battle. So we struggle yeah. with all of that, but it's, it's, uh, where's, where's your heart? Do you keep pulling it back in to mm-hmm. the Lord or striving to do that? Okay. So that's vocal. And by the way, speaking of distractions, vocal prayer has a good way of doing that of when our mind starts to run or we get distracted or we can't stay focused on the Lord, a good vocal prayer can draw you back in to right. focusing on him. Right. In my own prayer, if I'm getting distracted, I use the, our father and just mm-hmm. very slowly, very right. meditatively and allow that to kind of help with the distractions. Yeah. Okay. There've been times when I'm like so distracted. I just start reading the gospel aloud. Oh, right. that's great. Too. Trying to meditate on this. Uh-huh. Well, right. And we talked last time about like sufferings find you. There's times too, where you battle with it and just trust that I'm distracted this whole time. And I'm yeah. just going to give the fact that this is frustrating me right. to the Lord is my suffering for the day. Right. So, mm-hmm. so we never give up. Um, the next expression meditation reading paragraph 27 23 in the in brief meditation is a prayerful quest engaging thought imagination emotion and desire its goal is to make our own in faith the subject considered by confronting it with the reality of our own life meditation is a prayerful quest yeah. Oh gosh, that what? whole section is just great. Yeah. Right. So much encapsulated. I love the fact that it's a quest. I. The mind seeks to understand the why and the mm-hmm. how of the Christian life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling you would like that. It made me think of like Lord of the Rings. Like a, we're going on a journey. That's right. We're gonna learn how to pray. <laughs> that's right. Right. Yeah. Right. But it's the wrestle. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it engages the imagination. It engages the emotions. Mm-hmm. It engages our thoughts, and trying to. Um, what was the word it used there to um, conforming it with the reality of our own life? So mm. the subjects that we're considering, maybe we're meditating. You know, a lot of time the meditation involves having some sort of 
input, whether mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the scriptures, whether that's a stained glass window, or, mm-hmm. or whether it's, it's an emotion that we're dealing with, or even mm-hmm. um, something going on in our life, mm-hmm. um, and like trying to draw to conform it to our life, mm-hmm. our, and uh, like personally wrestling with it. Mm-hmm. Think about like the image of Jacob wrestling with the angel, mm-hmm. sometimes a good image of meditation. And this is Christian meditation is, is it's very important to note that Christian meditation is different than what the world would give you as a def, def, definition right. of meditation. This is not an attempt to like empty the mind of anything and everything and to just sit in the void of nothingness or anything like that. Christian meditation is focused on Christ. Right. So it's to be filled. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's looking at scripture, looking at the life of Christ, meditating on that, putting yourself in the scene, right. Or, thinking about like what we talked about on the last episode with Mary Magdalene and mm-hmm. him, her meeting the risen Lord. And when he says, don't cling to me, what, what is that saying to you in your right. life of prayer and your personal life right now? Um, is there a message in that, that God is speaking to you right. through that? So that's the Christian meditation. And even the book of nature being something that, you know, the book of creation mm-hmm. being something that we can meditate upon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. what were we talking about earlier that you wanted to meditate upon? Kangaroos. Kangaroos. That's right. That's right. And that did come from last episode too. So kangaroos apparently go from being in the in the womb of a mama kangaroo mm-hmm. to being in the pouch before they go. Like I know that, but it's like, a quick trip from the womb to the pouch. And and, and they're still gestating. Yeah. Right. There's it's still a part of their gestation to be in the pouch. I said I just got to ponder that for a while. There's some spiritual reality there. Mm-hmm. I got to sit with that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, what about Lexio Divine? Because that's mentioned in here. It and is. that might be an expression people heard right. or have heard before. So what can you tell us about that? Well, it's a, it's a method of meditation, mm-hmm. which there's, there's many methods of meditation. You could mm-hmm. hear of something like Ignatian meditation or, or Lexio Divina would come from like a monastic tradition. So mm-hmm. the Benedictines, you know, mm-hmm. so all these like different methods of how to meditate. Mm-hmm. Lexio Divina seems to be a, a rather popular one. Um, throughout the history of the church, not just now, mm-hmm. of how we meditate upon sacred scripture. So it begins with, you know, the slow reading of it, mm-hmm. and then what it, it calls the meditation. So kind of the, like the, dis, the deciphering, like, okay, what's going on? What part of this is speaking to me? What, mm-hmm. you know, what digging around, basically, you know, like mining in the text, mm-hmm. and then a prayer, oratio mm-hmm. is the next step, you know, mm-hmm. of actually talking to the Lord about it. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, this is striking me because of what, Lord? Because, oh, this is going on in my life, and da 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 mm-hmm. And then the, la- the next step's the contemplatio, the contemplation, where, okay, I've dug around in these scriptures. I've talked to the Lord about it. Okay, your turn to talk, Lord, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm going to stop this one-way monologue. And that, that's a little kind of negative. But, mm-hmm. um, but to allow the Lord to speak, that mm-hmm. the words of Elijah, speak, Lord, your servant's listening. Yeah. Jumping, that's mentioned in 2708. Jumping back to 2706, since you talked about that, like, being open to receive, like mm-hmm. what the Lord is telling us in prayer, to the extent that we are humble and faithful, we discover in meditation the movements that stir the heart, and we are able to discern them. It is a question of acting truthfully in order to come into the light. Lord, what do you want me to do? So at some point, our prayer is meant to kind of make that transition from here's right. what I want, here's what I need, here's all my intentions. And we should offer prayers of supplication, asking the Lord for things. That's mm-hmm. what the Our Father is. Right. A list I mean, of Jesus petitions. Jesus says. Yeah. Yeah. Ask and you shall receive. Right. But at some point we do have to go, what do you want mm-hmm. me to do? What do you, here's the situation. I'm laying it before you. What would you like me to do right. <laughs> with this? Or what do you want from me? Right. Like what, what have you made me for? Here's right. what I thought I wanted to do but what have you made me right. to do? And, so. and we see the great reality in prayer in that. 
prayer is the Lord changing us, mm-hmm. right? When we open ourselves up to the Lord so that he can mold us mm-hmm. um, and even remold us in his image and likeness, right? Mm-hmm. Prayer isn't just reciting things or asking the Lord for what we need. It's actually opening ourselves so that God's work can happen in our lives. Right. So So the last sentence in this section on meditation says, this form of prayerful reflection is of great value, but Christian prayer should go further to the knowledge of the love of the Lord Jesus to union with him. So again, like we talked about with vocal prayer, where that's sort of the foundation and the beginning, Mm -hmm. and we always come back to it, it never ends. This meditation is like another step on this growth of prayer. It always is stretching us, it's always hurting us, making us uncomfortable, especially at first, but like God is drawing us. Remember when we talked about when he raises up, he'll draw all men to himself. Oh, yeah. And in prayer, that's what he's doing. He's drawing us in ever increasing mm-hmm. ways into this union of love with right. him. Okay. Anything else on meditation? I don't think so. There's a lot of methods of meditation out there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of weird ones. Yeah. So um, ask somebody you trust in the spiritual life. Sometimes if you're like, what do I mm-hmm. do? You know, you, you can stick mm-hmm. to the big families, right? Mm-hmm. Lexio Divina, mm-hmm. St. Ignatius of Loyola is a mm-hmm. particular favorite of mine using the imagination. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, any mm-hmm. others like good kind of, um, like Sorry, guides in prayer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously yeah, like I default to the doctors of Carmelite sure, spirituality and what sure. they say of prayer, but do they propose a method Not for really. meditation? That's what I, I didn't think so. So yeah, okay. It's like a gaze of the Lord or a surge of the heart. Well, what does that mean? How do right. I show up and just? Um, but there, there is uh, Teresa of Avila does have in her way of perfection. I think where she talks about some some methodology, but you'd have to go sure. dig in for it a little bit. But yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, there's uh, a great book out there, Prayer Primer by Father Thomas Dubay. Mm. Um, it's a great, and he's a great student of the Carmelites, mm. but his is just a great, like, okay, mm-hmm. let's learn how to pray. Yeah. And I read that when I first entered seminary, and I was yeah. like, Phew. It's like, actually, sometimes I might need to go back to the basics. I know. Yeah. Right. There's a book, again. too, called The Practice of the Presence of God, which oh, yeah. is like that reality of, again, we can't pray without ceasing unless we take times to actually set aside yeah. for prayer, and about that reality of integrating those yeah. two. Anyway. Shout out to Mama Wilson. Yeah. Her pastor gave her gave her that book, The Practice of the Presence of God. Yeah. Hey, shout out to her pastor. That's right. High five. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed All right, it. contemplation. Okay. Contemplative prayer is the simple expression of the mystery of prayer. It is a gaze of faith fixed on Jesus, an attentiveness to the word of God, a silent love. It achieves real union with the prayer of Christ to the extent that it makes us share in his mystery. A simple expression of the mystery of prayer, a gaze of faith fixed on Jesus. And again, mystery here means what? Uh, Not something that can be solved, but uh, something to plumb the depths and never find the bottom. Mm Mm-hmm. A simple expression of that. And prayer is a mystery. Mm-hmm. It's not something you're just going to show up, oh, I got it, I've mastered prayer, check. Yep. Nailed it. <laughs> my, my prayer life is at a good spot. Right, you know? sweet. Right, I nev- nothing ever comes up, I'm, I'm kosher. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and this might be a good time to say, like, in all seriousness, like, how do we know that our prayer life is bearing fruit? Mm. How do we know? Is it by we how, how we feel? Like, I feel good today, prayer is good, I got a lot of consolations, I'm hearing the Lord's voice, he gave me a lot of direction. Sure you know, dried a lot of my tears, so it must be good. Or maybe there's other times where we're like, I'm not hearing anything ever. I keep showing up, I keep doing the work, and nothing could be more dry in my life, so my prayer must be terrible. Mm -hmm. Well, neither of that is true. Feelings when it comes to prayer are not good indicators on where we're at in our life of prayer. So how do we know? 
if our prayer is bearing fruit. Charity is the fruit of, of mm-hmm. prayer, right? The mm-hmm. love that we show, um, which is why Mother Teresa had, you could tell she had such a deep prayer life mm-hmm. because the love that mm-hmm. got shared from her. Mm-hmm. So, and often that's something we can't see ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes we, you know, sometimes you need a good guide to mm-hmm. help you along the way or even say, actually stick with it. You're doing, you're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a dry spell mm-hmm. or somebody when you're like, I just feel great and everything's mm-hmm. great. Like, mm-hmm. um, hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So by the effects, exactly. Yeah, charity. The effects. Teresa of Jesus writes um, at the end of the interior castle, which is a book on like the mystical heights of prayer, right? The different phases and entering this union and this mysticism and all this, this stuff. And she ends, ends it all with the purpose of prayer is the birth of good works. Mm -hmm. Like if it's not bearing fruit in your life in terms of good works, then it's not effective. Right. And not only good works in the lives of others, but are you becoming more virtuous yourself? So you Mm -hmm. look to the effects. Are you, are you seeing you're a year ago that you're a little bit more patient now than what you were a year ago. Maybe you're able to hold your tongue in a situation where before you never would have mm-hmm. held your tongue. Um, you're being more charitable. You're, you're putting yourself aside more you're and more. Accepting sufferings when they come. Yes. Are you noticing those types of things? Yeah. And I have a great document that was given to me in my formation that is called Evaluation of Prayer by Effects. And it's a list of like 60 or 70 little, it's like an examination sort of, not to do daily, of course, but maybe once a year or something like that. But if you're really wondering, like, is my prayer bearing fruit? I'd be happy to send that to you. Nice. So anyway. um, Okay. So contemplation, contemplative prayer, in my opinion, this is Teresa of Jesus, is nothing else than a close sharing between friends. It means taking time frequently to be alone with him who we know loves us. To be alone with him. Yeah. (laughs) St. Elizabeth of the Trinity says, to be alone with the alone, capital A. To be alone, Mm -hmm. lowercase a, with the alone, capital A. That's beautiful. It is. Gosh. It is. And so it gets to this, like, resting Mm -hmm. in the beloved, Mm -hmm. right? You think about a husband and wife that can sit next to each other, maybe sitting next to each other on the couch, holding each other, Mm -hmm. and they don't need to say anything, Mm -hmm. right? They can just be there and appreciate each other's company, right? Mm -hmm. That no words need to be said. Mm -hmm. And there's something in here in this paragraph about, um, you know, contemplative prayer is silence. Mm -hmm. That it, it really is, it's, no, words don't need to be said. And I think he gives the example of mm-hmm. St. John Vianney of he goes and he talks to this farmer in the, the parish who's just sitting before the blessed sacrament. And he asks him, what do you say? He goes, nothing. I just look at him and he looks at me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beautiful. Even mm-hmm. Mother Teresa talks about like, mm-hmm. well, what is, what is your prayer? Well, I listen to God. Well, what was he doing? He listens to me. Mm-hmm. Like we're just listening to each other. Mm-hmm. Who's talking? You're missing the question. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So this, again, think it's not just I'm sitting in silence. Yeah. Like, That's not Christian meditation or Christian contemplation. It's focused on Christ. Mm-hmm. It's focused on the life of Christ. It's you focusing on him and him focusing on you. And yes, that was in 2717. Contemplative prayer is silence, the symbol of the world to come or silent love. And that's quoting St. John of the cross. Like um, words in contemplative prayer are sometimes present and meditation is sometimes present, but words are like uh, the kindling that feeds the fire of love. Mm -hmm. Like it just keeps feeding, like the fire is always burning and sometimes you just got to throw kindling on it to keep it burning. And so it keeps doing that. Mm. 
you have that experience, you know, where sometimes you're praying and you just get lost in something and then mm-hmm. you, you know, sometimes the distractions come and you, mm-hmm. you, you need a little bit more kindling. So you pick mm-hmm. up whatever you're reading and then, you mm-hmm. know, and, and so it's not like, like this process. And sometimes it's like even can exist in a, in an hour of prayer where you're vocal prayer and then you're the mental prayer mm-hmm. and then you're mm-hmm. in the more contemplative, but then sometimes you kind of like repeat that cycle, mm-hmm. right? Even in an hour, it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, where'd mm-hmm. I go? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. The point is that we continue to humble our hearts. We continue to rec- recollect our hearts. Mm-hmm. Remember, that was the common thread between all of three heart. of these. Recollection of the heart. That we're, we're focusing on him. That when the distractions come, we don't need to, we don't need to stress out about him. We don't need yeah. to beat ourselves up. We are human. Our minds run. The Lord mm-hmm. knows that. And it's just to enter back into him, right? Mm-hmm. Or to enter back into, into the prayer. And to, the contemplative prayer, and I believe it points out, in here at some point like it is a gift it's a grace faith is a gift it's a grace from the lord contemplative prayer it's not like you can just show up and say hey i'm ready to enter into the heights Mm -hmm. of this contemplative prayer i've heard about so they're there flip that switch (laughs) and let's go there it's not like that it's a gift and a grace and something that grows and develops as our as our soul grows and develops in its union and likeness with god yeah what about though 2719 you got that in front of you i do do you want to read it Contemplative prayer is a communion of love bearing life for the multitude to the extent that it consents to abide in the night of faith. So it's not just a gift to be received and just, oh, I'm just on the heights of this mystical union with the Lord and all is great. It only bears this fruit if this soul is also able to consent to suffer and is willing to suffer with the Lord and, mm-hmm. and yeah, with him on the cross. We must be willing to keep watch with him one hour is how this whole section ends, right? We must be willing to be with him in his agony, like he asked the Lord or the disciples as he was in the agony of garden, um, if, this, if this contemplative prayer is going to bear fruit mm-hmm. for all the world. Okay. And that, because that's the life of Christ. Mm-hmm. And it mentions that Christ yeah. passes um, through his suffering, his death and his resurrection, mm-hmm. silence of the tomb mm-hmm. leads to new life. Mm-hmm. And that's always something to remember and something we don't always see, you know, mm-hmm. when we're in those moments where it is the agony, right? Mm-hmm. And even our prayers like, ah, oh, this is, this is mm-hmm. brutal, Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we wrestling with him, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, to know that like, this, is, this is the path he leads, he leads his friends on mm-hmm. because it's his path. Mm-hmm. And to grow closer to Christ means to imitate him. Mm-hmm. And that own prayer of him in the agony of the garden is going to be the path, right? If we're faithful, mm-hmm. that, that is going to be the path that mm-hmm. he takes us through. Mm-hmm. And so accepting that is what this paragraph really encourages mm-hmm. us to do, to say, okay, this is, this is the way the Lord is, mm-hmm. is drawing me. This is the way he's leading me. And, and we constantly wrestle with that. Like, okay, help me to accept that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even if it's just like for the next 10 minutes, for oh, the yeah. next day, right. or... Uh, for the next 30 seconds, right. right? And it's this accepting the crosses mm-hmm. interiorly and saying yes, the same way Jesus did. Mm-hmm. So what, what are, what's like one thing you learned about the life of prayer that has been really mind-blowing to you that's helped you in your life of prayer? I don't know if that's, mm. I'm wording that well, but something you didn't know about prayer that now that you know you've been living the life of prayer for a while, that now you've come to know that you're like, man, I should have known that. I'm not fishing for anything specific. I'm yeah, just... I, I'm trying to think of, because th- there's different stages in yeah. life where, you know, where yeah. you, and uh, you're trying to think of what, what would be, what would be helpful. Um, you just think about 
St. Paul's line, we don't know how to pray as we ought. Mm. So the spirit, God sends the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. upon us to pray mm-hmm. so that we may call God Father. Mm-hmm. And so the, the Lord helps us. Mm-hmm. Right? Our, prayer, mm-hmm. our prayer, we're active in it, we're engaged in it, but the Lord is active in it too. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not, he's not just the one we dialogue with, but he actually prays through us mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and guides us in that life of prayer. So, um, so sometimes that just has to be the, you know, uh, just something to realize like, oh, actually, this isn't all me, right? Mm-hmm. Take the pressure off and allow God to send forth his Holy Spirit upon you to pray. Mm-hmm. And Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So that's what big. So that's why it's always important to begin with like a prayer to the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you've got your hour in the chapel. Mm-hmm. We'll start with mm-hmm. just this humbly saying, "Okay, Lord, mm-hmm. guide me in this hour." You mm-hmm. know, send forth your Holy Spirit to to direct me, and because mm-hmm. I don't know how to pray as I ought, mm-hmm. right? So if Saint mm-hmm. Paul can say that, we're probably mm-hmm. all going to be saying that too, right? Right. Okay. And the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. And that's the truth. <laughs> And that's right. And if that's mm-hmm. happening, then um, that's probably actually an effect of prayer that says your prayer is bearing fruit because you're becoming more and more humble and recognizing that's one of the, like you're growing in self-knowledge and self-knowledge is a part of recognizing in comparison to God, who we really are, mm-hmm. which in comparison to God is dust and sand, right? right? So to recognize that as part of the effects of growing in the life of prayer is realizing that humbling yourself before mm-hmm. him. And he cares immensely about these little pieces of dust and sand. It's crazy how much he cares about us and loves us. Uh, So prayer is a surge of the heart. The three common expressions. And for every soul, of course, receives the Lord in different capacities Mm -hmm. and is made made for different capacities to receive him and all that good stuff. Okay. Cool. Great. All right. Good. All right. So we do have to throw the dart this time because... We're not recording another podcast. You are not going to believe this, but I'm kind of talked out. I know you guys are like, is there a time that she gets talked out? It's when we do two podcasts in a row. How about you? You were talked out probably an hour ago. Am I talked out? <laughs> I don't know. I got to, I, I do need to recoup because I got some more talking I got to do tonight. Mm-hmm, right. So, but that's right. okay. You got to go I rest mean, in the Lord. It's all good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I can be talking about stuff that's not. I, I, we're doing this like summer catechesis, RCA for Catholics sort of thing. Tonight, the topic is Jesus Christ. So they're, they're, it's always good, yeah. but it's like, I think I'll be okay to talk. It's pretty dope God, man. Yeah, yeah. So we throw in this. <laughs> yeah, throw Where do you want to go? Wherever. Okay. Dying with Jesus. What? Kind of just wow. talked about that. Okay, yeah. what, what paragraph though? 1005 through 1014. So what section is that going to be in? 1,005, 1,014. I think that is, um, that might be the end, right? So uh, I believe in the, um, like the second coming, right? So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, dying with Jesus, death and the meaning of Christian death. Okay. Wow. Sounds profound. That's going to be fun. (laughs) That's good. Okay. All right. Well, we'll end with, with prayerfully meditating on the words of our Lord with scripture here. Actually, this is St. Paul in the Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 21. In my translation, the title of this section is called Prayer for Spiritual Strength. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, 
that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen.